0: From the book of John, chapter 2. On the third day, there was a wedding in Canaan of Galilee. Jesus and his disciples were there. The mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and the disciples had also been invited to the wedding. (laughs) When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, The steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine till now. Jesus did this the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee and revealed his glory. And his disciples believed in him.
1: I want to thank Trish for the reading of this marvelously wonderful, little story that actually opens the public ministry of Jesus in the Gospel of John. It's a story that you do not find in Mark, or in Matthew, or in Luke. It's peculiar to John, and it's the furthest piece of all that's going to follow from chapters to, I might say, to the end of the Gospel. and therefore it's terribly important we've been busy here at the congregation goodness knows how that we have unpacked, packed, moved, moved again, moved, moved again, boy my and I'm 80 years old, and I'm not about to do all of that moving that you guys are doing. Well, I'm sure proud you're doing it. It seemed to me that in the midst of all the hustle and the bustle of this particular time of transition and the physical relationships that we have at the church in terms of a building, maybe it would be good first just back up a bit and allow the gospel to reflect upon our minds. Allow the gospel to have its way as a power of renewal I just hope and pray that I can convey something of the depth and the power of what is going on this little story as it has ramifications that just spread through the Gospel of John as a whole. I'm reminded of a statement of Paul. Luke won't ever use this statement but it's going to tell it in story form in a different way so if anyone is in Christ there is a new creation. Everything old is passed away. See everything has become new. Well, this this is an ordinary story. A wedding in a little community called Cana. And we're not for sure where Cana was even located. It's a spot on the map. But is that spot really right? One thing I know is that Nathaniel who was one of Jesus' disciples in John 1 was from Canaan. And I suspect he might have had some influence as to why Jesus, his mother, and the disciples went to the wedding. Well, weddings were different then than today. Even in a small village, and maybe especially because it is a small village, a winning could last a week. A week. Just <laughs> not be bankrupt by that. <laughs> And during that week people would come, and they would go, and they would eat, and they would drink, and they would celebrate. Probably many of these people are connected as family, big families, extended families. And even families from other villages. And maybe that's why the that Mary and Jesus and his disciples attend the wedding. I don't know. But lo and behold, somewhere, sometime, in that ordinary event, And I like what the YES says at this point. What can be more ordinary than a son going to a wedding with his mother? (laughs) I don't know if that's what happened. I got my ear twisted a couple of times by my mother to go to weddings when I was growing (laughs) up. But there they all are. Just the normal end and flow of everyday life. Now being celebrated. And the wine (coughs) gives out. Gives out. Oh, we could talk about so many things. But I just want to come to the point where Mary says, whatever Jesus tells you, do it. And there, right in the midst of them are these skews, six stone jars used for purification purposes of the Jewish life. Each one of them held from 20 to 30 gallons now you add that up in your mind. 20 to 30 gallons, 6 jars, probably at least 150 gallons of water. and Jesus says fill those jars with water and they fill those jars with water to the very brim and then Jesus says let's taste the water and just become the finest wine imaginable. I'll tell you, it beats my $6.49 <laughs> purchase of Malbec from Argentina that I made nearly at, well I won't say how often, at Costco. <laughs> hey, get it this wasn't Costco wine! <laughs> now running through the Gospel of John are two realities. One reality the Gospel refers to as flesh. And flesh in John is not like in. Paul, that flesh can be connoted to evil and to impulses of behavior that are against God. Flesh simply means it's this world and life. Flesh. Those water pops were flesh, our flesh. The wedding is flesh. Everything that's going on is flesh. But when Jesus performed the miracle of the changing of the flesh, He changed it. To the new wine of the Spirit. All that isn't entirely ordered that only is possible in terms of God. Back there in the prologue, speaks of those that are begotten of flesh and blood. They need to be born of the power of God. And when Nicodemus talks to Jesus, church of Christ you don't really quote this very much. Flesh is flesh and spirit is spirit. And later in the gospel it will be affirmed, the spirit, the, the flesh does not avail. The spirit Gives life. Do you hear me? Yes and I have two wonderful sons. I remember taking them home when they were born. The product of the love relationship of our lives. Flesh because flesh and all the accomplishments that would take place in their lives in terms of flesh will not in any way open the door to spirit. Only God can open that go. Mark will die. John will die. His parents will die of the flesh. need new wine. We need the miracle of Cana to refresh our lives in the presence of God. All the prologue spoke of this already. The fullness of His grace, grace upon grace, begotten of God. Are you with me? And all I turned in the first chapter and continued. The connections begin to roll. John sees Jesus. Down by the Jordan River. And what does he say? Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. No purification pot can do that. And then John begins to send his disciples to Jesus. There goes Andrew. And Andrew scratches his head, I'm going to go get Peter. And when he goes to get Peter, he declares, he exclaims, he's on his way the Messiah. The next day Jesus beckers Philip and Philip goes immediately to find Nathaniel. Aha, I came Look what I found. And they come to Jesus. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? That's Nathaniel. Nathaniel, when you are over there under the fig tree, I already knew you. you one thing. You're going to see greater things than the fact that I saw you under the fig tree. You're going to see heaven over it. And the angels of heaven descending, ascending, descending, ascending that the plane of spirit. And all those two disciples, we have found the Son of God, the King of Israel. And already, they believe I'm not going to mark when they were saved. If you want to get out your carving knife and do that, you go ahead and do it. But they're on the journey to faith. And then the wedding happens. Are you with me? The wedding happens and they're all at the wedding and they witnessed water change to the most magnificent wine ever known 150 gallons no wonder verse 11 tells us this was the first Sign that Jesus did in Cana. Chapter four will go back to Cana, and there'll be a second sign at Cana. There it is, The sign. The action of God, an event, a happening that changes the entire course of reality. That's a sign. And Jesus never does sign for simply public. This gospel, the sign happen in those most strategic moments where it is going to do the most good and when the religious authorities cry out, show us a sign, Jesus refuses to give them a sign. It's God's timetable for the new wine. It's not Determined by the interrogators of the temple. Oh, the second thing they said, and it brought glory. The revelation of God, the power of God, the blessing of God, the wholeness of God was seen in the new life and the passage then ends with and his disciples believed in him you see what I mean There are times that we have to come back and drink. (laughs) Taste, (coughs) enjoy the new wine of the kingdom of God. So Jesus goes to Nicodemus. Or Nicodemus comes to him when at night. Oh, you're the teacher of Israel. Well, let me tell you, Nicodemus, you've got to be born for work. above. You've got to be born of the spirit. Flesh begets flesh. Spirit begets spirit. Can I go a second time in my mother's room? No! This is the work of God that you believe. Right after it, Jesus goes to Sychar, shaken, Jacob's well, Samaritan woman. And he, he does what he shouldn't do. He asks in public for a drink from a woman. But Jesus doesn't really cater to all those customs. Give me a drink. <coughs> the woman says, The well What should I give you? A smear, give you a Jew, a drink. Well, he says, you know what? If you really knew, if you just really knew. You could have the living water to drink and never want thirst again. Do I? The spirit is at work. You know what is the most Fabulous little statement in that story. It says that after all the talk between Jesus and the woman, she left her door. And went back into the community. Wow. How many of us need to leave our buckets Behind. Is that your? That's ethereal. It. No. It's the life of the spirit, and you don't comprehend it or engage it except when it's the gift of God. Are you with me? Yes. Am I making sense? Yes. You know, when she grew in the conversation, she saw first a the you. then she said, Wow! Are you greater than our ancestors? And then she said, why, are you a prophet? You told me everything about my life. And then she said, could you be the Messiah? And Jesus deathly laid her to understand with her village the Savior. Of the world. For God so loved that He gave His own Son. Now, how should we believe? How should we act? And here Jesus answers it again if we'll just jump to John 13. With the disciples alone, which is the paradigm for our lives, it seems to me. There it was. He loved them to the end, to the utmost. And he took off his garment, put it on a slave apron, and he washed the disciples' feet. The servant loved his own. The host loved his own. To the end. Well, what does this mean? Jesus says, I give you a new commandment. A new commandment. You have heard, love the Lord your God with all your what? And I can continue, love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus doesn't deny these commandments, but he says, I give you a new commandment. That you love one another as what? As I have loved you. This is the new wine of the new community. is powerful, embedded in the reality that the Lamb of God is the Savior of the world. Hey, that's good news. Can you say it? Jesus tells us that fruit bearing is to be joined to the vine as branches and in that relationship we love one another as Christ has loved us in the model of the cross. There weren't any rabbis saying this. None lived that. And for John, this is the new wine. Let's drink it. in a moment all oh, I'm going to ask is to stand would you mind standing now and you just think about all we've all of us are invited they can to go to these tables in a moment I'm going to give thanks for that which is fleshly But in some way, in some way, miraculously, it becomes the bread of life, the new wine of the kingdom. And we will eat it and we will drink it in faith because we love the Son of God, and we love one another. Think about it. You're not just pinching bread and sipping grapes. You are connected to the whole realm of the Spirit of God. Oh Lord, bless us now and bless us pray, and we give thanks for this cup and may we eat it and drink it and find your life in us renewed once more, for we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Here may go, apples may come down for any prayers that
0: you might have.